When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs another thing too guys that's not all they have they also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021 they have stuff for that too like finishing more books or becoming a better parent leader or a person how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Well, hello there. This is Louis, a.k.a. Louis the French Manette, and I'm here to talk about my podcast channel, Schmozer North. On my podcast channel, we find the Frenchie Talks About and the Frenchie Watches. On the Frenchie Talks About, we talk about anything. We can go from anime to women in priesthood. There's a subject for everyone. And the Frenchie Watches is simple. We watch a movie and we deep dive into the psychological meaning of that movie. Uh, So we really try to find a new angle on the movies you love. All right, so go take a look and enjoy. Bye-bye. Hey, Mike. Hey, John. What's up, man? Uh, Nothing much, man. How you been doing? I can't complain. Same here. I appreciate you being on the show tonight. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So this is actually going to be our season three review of The Sopranos. So are you excited as I am about this? Or Absolutely, man. This is a, uh, a pretty big season. A lot of stuff it, happened. It really is. Not to mention this is actually the most controversial season that they actually had. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you knew that or not. No, I did not know that. Yeah, this was actually the time when people were actually turning away from The Sopranos and was canceling the HBO uh, cable network from their cable. No shit. Yeah. And I'll explain why they were in a few minutes and everything when we get down and dirty into this uh, season. But what did you think of the first episode for season three? This is actually where the FBI is investigating... uh, with the investigation, with the wiretap, with the lamp. Of course, they have the Peter Gunn theme mixed in with everything you do, I'll be watching you, 
And then Patsy Parisi wanting revenge on Tony for killing his brother in the second season. Remember with the twin brother? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he was pissing in his pool. And then, of course, you have the maiden husband stealing from Tony. So not a lot of stuff going on in the first episode. But what did you think of the first opening episode? First opening episode to me. I was actually bored with it the first time I watched it. But then once I, you know, finished watching the season and rewatched it and shit, it was, it was a good episode. But first time I saw it, I was actually bored with it. The very first episode of this season. You see, I agree with you on that. It's not the strongest episode from this, from the season and everything too, for the starting out. Cause we're used to seeing Paulie and all the rest of the guys on the show itself. Yeah. Even, the actors who play Christopher and Bobby, they were they said that they were even bored with it. Yeah. As yeah. well. But oh, I that, like uh, on the uh, show the show uh Talking Sopranos they said that? Yeah. They oh, okay. Yeah, they actually did say that. They said that this was not like the strongest episode. They said that well the um Michael Imperoli said that this was definitely not the best one for yeah, an opening I, season. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, after I, I watched the whole, you know, the whole series and then rewatched it again, it, it's not it's not a horrible episode. It's not bad. It's just to me, you know, it's just it was bo- more boring than the uh, uh, other episodes, you know. I, I can definitely see that because the most exciting thing that we actually see from that episode was when the the water tank actually blo- blows up and everything mm-hmm. and the water's all over the place and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was about it. I mean, there's nothing really that you can go from that. Yeah, well, which I could say from experience, that sucks when that happens. It really does. (laughs) That's miserable. Right. But the one of the things that I did like about the episode was how the FBI actually ends up doing their investigations on wiretapping and stuff like that. I thought that part was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. But as far as the episode as a whole, it was definitely not my favorite. Right. But okay, so episode two, your uh, which is fortunate son, uh-huh. and this is the one where Tony actually has an anxiety attack over Noah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Meadows' black boyfriend, right? Right, and yeah. Jewish boyfriend at that. Yeah, who's, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I like how it actually goes into like an instant replay mode. To actually show us what actually happened to Tony because Tony's actually laying on the floor. Yeah, it was just, it was too much for him. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, Camilla walks in on it uh, and everything. Yeah. He's laying on the floor, and he tur- she turns him over and she goes, "What's wrong with the- what's wrong, Tony? Say something, Uncle Ben." <laughs> <laughs> It really was. And then finally, whenever you see the play-by-play rewinding in reverse, Mm -hmm. and then you realize what actually happened, what occurred, Mm -hmm. because it was just him and Meadow on a couch and watching a movie. They weren't really under a blanket or anything like Tony said they were. Right, right. It was just, (laughs) he made it more extreme than what it really was. Of course. (laughs) Right, because of course, you know, during that time and everything too, during his era, you know, mixed relationships and stuff like that was not a thing, right, to right. be happening or anything like that, right. But he that scene Uncle, alone he was, Uncle huh? Ben, huh? He said Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing that he says yeah. is Uncle Ben. 
because okay, this is what winds up happening though too. Uh, Middle winds up telling him, "Look, we just came back, came to watch a movie and everything. We're winding it." He goes, "Oh, who's we? Is it one of your girlfriends or something like that?" You know, he's just being a father. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes Noah, <laughs> and. <laughs> And he tells him, uh, I forgot what he actually says. He's talking about some film or whatever he learned in college. And he explained to Tony that his parents were a part of some big Hollywood, um, you know, some, I don't know if they were like producers or something like that. But, you know, I think they might have been agents or something. Yeah. But they had something to do with Hollywood. Mm. And Tony goes, well, you know, my daughter and your daughter, my daughter and you cannot be together, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, he call, doesn't he call him like a charcoal briquette or some shit like that? Uh, Mullion, which is actually... Oh, okay. That's eggplant. Yeah, eggplant. Yeah. Egg yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is something that you do not want to be called in a town. No, no. <laughs> and so anyways, Noah winds up being pissed off at Tony. They leave. And then Tony goes over to the cabinet. Well, first he winds up going to the refrigerator, getting something to eat. Of course, it's cold cuts. Yeah. He actually has (laughs) the gabagool. Yeah. And then he opens up the cabinet, and then there is the uh, Uncle Ben Rice. Yeah. And the Uncle Ben's just set him off, man. That was too much. (laughs) He saw that, and I was like, it was over. (laughs) Right. He just goes on a cred, crashes on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that that scene made me laugh. But at the same time, it just goes to show you the backwards mentality that Tony oh, actually yeah. has. Yeah, big time, man. Yeah, and you and know, the, I, I go back to saying that we're cheering for a villain, man. You know, he's not a good person. He's not. But I mean, it, it's just, but he's not a good person, but he's lovable. Yeah, if that makes any sense, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. And then, of course, you also have the FBI wants Livia to testify against Tony. But she winds up dying before she can. Mm-hmm. What did you opinion, think about that? In my opinion, good riddance, man, because I, I hated I couldn't stand her. I, I hated that bitch. <laughs> I, I did, too. Especially yeah, when no, she has no, the... No, she played his mom, and she played it well. She played the part well. But uh, she played it a little too well because I couldn't stand her. She was a, uh, she was a villain in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? She's a villain in my eyes, though, too, if you want to be honest. But it just goes to show you the level of acting that she did. Oh, yeah. When she was was actually alive. Yeah, it was fantastic, for sure. In a way, it was kind of like an emborium because the actress did pass away in real life during that time. Mm -hmm. Shit, they actually put her her in as CGI for a little bit, huh? Yeah, they put her. Yeah, the uh, flashbacks that they actually did. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny, but you can also tell, though, oh, that it's actually tell. CGI. Yeah, now you can, but for that time period, I remember watching it back in the day, you know, and I really couldn't tell back then. But I guess now, because we have, like, high-def TVs and shit like that, you could tell big time now, man. You know? Well, that's, especially that's, when we have that... Huh? Right. Especially when you have that Benjamin Button uh, aging CGI now that you yeah. have. Yeah. That they, that they tried to use on that... Uh, on Irishman, but failed miserably. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you, you know, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I do because both of us actually felt the same way. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, I like the fact that you know 
Tony goes into psychiatry and everything over to Melfi, and he goes, I'm glad she's dead. I'm glad that I don't have to put up with her anymore because she was going to go ahead and testify against me anyways. So mm. good riddance. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I agreed with him. On the, <laughs> I, was, uh, I felt the same way, 100%. You know what I was thinking? He was going to say, you know what? I'm cured now. I don't need you anymore, Melfi, <laughs> because she was my problem. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad they didn't go down that route, of course. But, you know, right. Right. Uh, the whole entire scene, because of the fact, too, don't forget, she didn't even want a funeral at all. Livia didn't even want well, a she funeral. Was, she was miserable, man. I was a miserable woman, you know. She was very miserable. She didn't finish any of her grandkids' uh, books or anything like that. Right, right. Uh, Which, not only I mean, that. And, and even though, you know, we as an audience couldn't stand her and, and, you know, Tony hated her guts, you know, for a long time on the show, it was still his mother. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was. So there's that, you know, bitter, I guess, I don't know. It's not, I, yeah, it's bittersweet, I guess, you know, that she passed away. Not in real life, but on the show. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's sad, obviously, in real life that she passed away. But, you know, her character was a fucking asshole. You know? She was. She was a bitch and a half. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Right, right. But also, too, you know, no one's taking this serious, though, that she died. Because everybody knows it's bullshit. Yeah. You have all of of Tony's crew making jokes in the funeral. Mm -hmm. You have uh, Furio. Christopher was high, huh? Yeah, that's what I was getting at, so, too. Uh, They were smoking weed, doing cocaine. Furio was doing cocaine, and so was Christopher. And so was Adriana. Mm Mm-hmm. And the bet, my favorite line that Adriana says though is anything to get get us through this dark times. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm I, like I agree. I agree with anything that she says because she's a hot piece of ass, <laughs> right? But yeah. I thought it was actually funny though too because they, she even knows it's bullshit. It, it was the, the sarcasticness of uh-huh. of that line, the way that it was used, made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. But then of course you know when you're high, you go deep. Like, you go real deep. Too too deep. (laughs) And that's what Chris did, even though it didn't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) No one has two sets of... uh, There's never going to be another Livia. No one with two sets of fingerprints. No one with two sets of thumbs. I'm like, what? Yeah. And that's that's why I love Christopher so much, man. I I relate to him because I know so many people like him. You know what I'm saying? I like him too, though, to be honest with you. I I love him to death, man. He's my favorite character. I've said that before, too. Same here. And also, too, like, none of the cast members, like, get this, they actually had to do several different takes on that because everybody was laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh, in real life? Yeah, they had to keep oh, on... Sure. <laughs> they they couldn't stop laughing. Christopher had to wear some type of makeup to make it look like he, he has that dark brownish color under his eyes. Oh, yeah. And it was like not even it wasn't doing that well, and everybody just was laughing, having a good time, and everything during the serious scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's see here. Then, of course, you also have Ralphie shows up in the in Olivia's funeral as well, and that's also too when you you see more of Jackie Jr. in this season than you do anything else. He was introduced in the second season a little bit, but they gave him more to do in the third season. Right, right. And see, I had Ralphie and uh, and the other guy. What was the other guys that I had? The other guy that I had confused for Ralphie. Uh, shit. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, because he was actually married to Janice. Janice. Yeah, 
Right. It was always about the jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this is this is the season that Ralphie was actually introduced, right? The third season, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And get this, he was actually introduced as the villain of the show, and the way they actually introduced him was through sympathy for the devil. Okay, which I thought was interesting because of the fact that Ralphie is a devilish person. Oh yeah, man, big time. Like, he he played the shit you out know? of that part, man. Yeah, for sure. But let's see. Then, you know, Janice comes back home. Jackie Jr. is disrespectful towards Tony at the funeral. Mm-hmm. If you actually notice. Yep. Yep. That. Yeah. I, I, I never, I mean, it, it's tough with, with uh, Jackie Jr. because it's like you, um, you want to hate the little bastard. You know what I'm saying? But it's like he's just trying to fit in. You know, when you really watch it you know you kind of feel sorry for him you know time though you also know too that he's actually overstepping his boundaries with stuff oh for sure for sure you know because after a while you really start to understand what jackie is trying to do Mm -hmm. yeah and things like that because he winds up turning into someone that's actually trying to fit into being a total douchebag at the very end of it right yeah, and the, then completely, he screws everything up, you know, for himself, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Janice wants to kick all of her, um, oh yeah, get this, also too, at the funeral, um, and everything with Janice and the Russian woman, she wanted mm-hmm. uh, all those records back. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And everything, right. and I thought she was very rude towards the Russian and everything. She goes, "Your service will no no longer be required. You got, you can move out." Yeah, yeah, that's the Russian with the one leg, huh? right? And t- did Tony bang her in this uh, in this season, or was that later on? I think it was in the fourth season because of the fact that it ended up being part of the Whitecaps episode, okay. where uh, she, where Camilla actually gets the phone call. From with a uh, cousin that uh, Tony used to bang. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> Which is actually my well, favorite Tony, episode. Tony, Tony was with everybody, man. He was with every chick, you know. <laughs> he, he got them all. He could have been. If I think if he wanted to, he could have been with uh, Adriana. You know, she. Uh, yeah, and that there was an episode. I think it was. It was one of the later episodes. He definitely could have done it. Yeah, it know? was season five. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yep. yep. I know I, all, I, I jump ahead sometimes. No, I, it's I okay, man. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's just that I, I season five is actually one of my favorite uh, seasons, uh, The Sopranos. So pretty much I know step-by-step step on just about everything with that season. Yeah. Same thing with season yeah. four with Whitecaps. <laughs> I, man, I've watched it all so many times. They all kind of run together. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. All kinda, you know, it, it's tough to keep them all. That's why I, I've been trying to kind of, I tried to watch season three a little bit, you know, a few episodes just to refresh my memory, but still so much happens in the show, man, that it's like, it's, it's hard to, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's right. hard to uh, keep it all, you know, in one season. Exactly. And not only that, but this is actually the episode that Chris actually becomes made. Yes. Yes. Which that's, I yeah, really like. That's one of my favorite parts. And it was uh very realistic. That's actually, that's how, uh, one becomes made in the mafia. You know what I'm saying? Like they did their research on that shit. That's that's real shit. 
you know, if you watch your documentaries and shit, that actually, that happens, you know. Right, the thing with the Knights of St. Christopher and all right, that stuff. Burning the saints in the hand and all that shit, yeah. yeah. And poking the finger with the blood and all that shit. Right. Yeah. But you know what makes me fun, yeah. makes me laugh, though, is when Chris sees the crow at the window and he's thinking that he's going to be cursed from that moment on. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, speaking of that, man, that, that that's, some, that's some real shit, too, real folklore shit. I've actually experienced that in my life, uh, where uh, you know a bird comes, flies into the house, and I've experienced death in my family after that happened. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I'm 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 not saying that I'm superstitious, but there's some shit that it's some crazy coincidences. So I'd have been freaked out on that shit too. Right, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, I would have actually been yeah. creeped out a little bit about that as well. Yeah, but also too. This is actually Chris's hardest moments, though, because he's trying to figure out how to actually kick it to Pauly and Tony at the same time, because football is supposed to be their biggest earner right? as right. well. And that makes it even 10 times harder for him. And he's try- he's working himself to death, pretty much, because yeah. he blew that whole entire uh, thing with uh, the betting with the football. Yeah. And so he has to try. He actually had to find a way to do a hustle and everything. And that's when he brought Jackie Jr. to that benefit concert with, with Jewel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And everything as the getaway driver dressed as Ghostface. Yep. Which, I, which, yep. what I thought was actually pretty funny that they actually used Ghostface as um, the thing. And, you know, he goes, You know, this is a benefit concert, right? He goes, who the fuck cares? Put the fucking money in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tells Jackie to uh, go ahead and drive. And then, of course, the next day he confronts Polly. He goes, it's not what what I thought it was going to be. He goes, it never is. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't Jackie Jr. piss his pants during that? Yeah, Jackie Jr. pissed his pants during the getaway. Yeah, that should have told him something right there that he wasn't ready for that life. No, you know what I'm like, definitely shit, not. <laughs> but yet, Jackie didn't care. He's still going to push himself. Right, exactly. You know? But what made me laugh my ass off even more was he uh, he explained Paul, to Paulie about how he got the money, how Chris got the money. He goes, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to go to a benefit concert just to, rock, just to go ahead and get it. But it was actually Jackie Jr.'s idea. And then Paulie tells Tony about what Chris did. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's because Paulie got he would get jealous if uh, Chris started earning more. Right. You know what I'm saying, yeah, because I mean, Paulie's been doing it way longer, you know. And when Chris starts looking good, that ain't good for Paulie. No, definitely not. You know. Right. And I didn't think of it at that angle though either. I didn't think about that, so that's a good call on your part because I was wondering why all this legit beef with him, other than oh, the yeah. fact that it's like being a freshman in high school and he's just picking on him. Yeah, you don't want the uh, the bottom guy doing better than you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that that looks bad on you in front of the boss, especially. That's true. You know, not not in, you know in in real corporation world, but like in the fucking mafia world, absolutely. <laughs> you know right. What I'm saying? Like, you you want to be the best at all times. Most definitely. And, uh, yeah, and the uh, see well, what I was talking about, Jack, uh, Jackie Junior. When he pissed himself and he, he's not ready for that life, that's another reason why he, I kind of feel bad for him because he has. A uh, a childish mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. still thinks like a child, you know. And it's like he's just trying to fit in and do, you know. And uh, and he just goes about it all wrong, man. You know. And it, it, you eventually start to dislike him, but you forget that he's 
really just a, a kid, man. He's just a college kid trying to fit in. You right. I mean? He's a 21-year-old kid, college kid, right, yeah. you know. And also, too, uh, he also uses Meadow for his own pleasures as well. Yeah. Which yeah. is something that I we're going to capture on a little bit later. But which I lo- I love metal to death, but let's 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 be real here. I mean, she was kind of a tease. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So, but that, yeah. But I mean, he was still an asshole. Uh, yeah. He was, and then also too another thing I want to actually mention as well when Polly tells him when when Polly tells Tony, Tony gets pissed off at Christopher. He winds up uh, talking to Christopher, but he goes. What the fuck did I hear about you talking to uh, getting Jackie Jr. involved? I told you I didn't want him involved. He goes, oh, so it's okay for a little Lord Fuckpants to uh, not to be involved with this, but it's not okay for me? And then the FBI is actually listening in on this. He goes, who's little Lord Fuckpants? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> so I could just see them going through their mugshots and going, "Okay, who's little Lord Fuckpants?" Going yeah, through the they're, like they're thinking it's really somebody's nickname and shit, right? <laughs> so I thought that was really good, and also too that also sets up with Paulie going into Christopher's apartment, digging through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Because you know, Chris just got himself some got. Adriana, some good heels and everything. She was set up, and then all of a sudden, here comes Polly knocking on the door at one o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And he goes, "Hey, what's this? Oh, you know what? My girl's a uh, size ten. You know, she could uh-huh. use those uh, heels." So he winds up taking the heels from him, and then also too goes into Adriana's draw and then snips her panties. Yeah, yeah, and Chris sees it out the corner of his eye. That shit's too funny, man. That shit is too funny. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would have, I would have had to. Uh, me and me and Paulie would have had words for that. You know Same here. <laughs> but it was funny. It was, it was funny. funny. You know, but it was like clean underwear. So I mean, it wouldn't be like. Yeah, right. But still, man. Right. You right. Know, I'd have been like, hey, man. <laughs> Paulie does yeah, go a little too far. <laughs> you know, and I think Paulie was doing that shit on purpose to get under Chris's skin. You know what I'm saying? I think he was doing that guy. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, you know, my, my opinion. He was doing especially like the, with the sniffing of the panties and shit like that. You know, he wanted Chris to do something. So he'd get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And then also, too, there was even the strip down search that they made uh, Christopher do, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, Which is all bullshit, hazing, fucked upness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all, you know, that, that was all uncalled for shit, you know? So I, I side with Christopher on that shit, you know? It was, but remember, Tony also set them up to do that, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I, I just, I don't like the whole hazing aspect of anything, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. But I thought it was funny, though, because he's like, let me tell, do you know about the new rules about made guys? You actually have to go through a strip search to make sure that we, that you're not wearing a wire. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Chris is like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Right. And, and Patsy's like, well, look, we have to be for sure because they're all, the FBI is always going for new May guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he strips down to uh, nothing. At first, it's just his underwear. Yeah. And then 
they finally make him remove the boxers, and Polly goes, "Yeah, I guess you can call that a dick." <laughs> so, yeah, he, well, he he knows how to bust some balls, man. He's busting balls all day on that. <laughs> he definitely does. First he sniffs first he sniffs the girl's panties, and then he's making fun of the guy's dick. Right, he's wanting to get punched in the face, you know. (laughs) Exactly. So now we're going to get into Melfi with the rape scene with Employee of the Month, which is actually the third episode. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's only the third episode in that. I thought that happened later on. Shit. Nah, Uh, this is like the third episode. No shit. I was thinking it happened like season four. No, I guess that makes sense. Season three. Yeah. 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 Um. And this is also where Tony witnesses father cutting the butcher's pinky off, which yeah. triggers his anxiety. Uh-huh. Melfi wants him to go on beha- to a behavior therapist. At that time, you know, she wanted to just be done with Tony, and that's it. She didn't want to actually do any more therapy with Tony. Right. And she, right. she just wanted to pass him on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But then after yeah. she gets raped, that's when she wanted to keep him for, like, a protective guard. Right. In case she right. needs him. Right. Yeah, and didn't she have a dream that uh, Tony was like a Rottweiler or some shit like that? Yeah, her? yeah, yeah. I actually like, have yeah. this wrote down in my in my notes. As a matter of fact, where Melfi okay. gets raped, she has a dream about her hand being stuck in a vending machine. Yeah, while the rapist is approaching her, and an oversized dog bites the guy's penis. Yep, yep. All this that, is before that, that represented Tony was the the dog, the big you know, with the big neck and all that shit. You know. Yep. Yeah, because she, she even says that. Go ahead. Go on. Well, remember, she even uh, said that in Elliot's, uh, which is her psychiatrist, his office. She said, "You know, who can I actually stick on someone to go after this asshole?" Right. Right. Yeah, so, see, and, and that goes back to what we were talking about uh, on the last episode that we did. Uh, with the dreams, man, the dream, you know, it always goes back to the dreams, and that's what I really, I, that's what I, I mean, there's so many things I love about the show, but that's one of the things that I love about the show, they always go back to the dreams and the, the psychology part of, you know, what everybody's going through, and I love that, man, I love that. Same here as well, I love the dream sequences, I love how they actually explain what the dream sequences are about, mm-hmm. and everything, and I know some people don't really care for it. But I like it. I like that aspect. Oh, yeah, for sure. I loved it. But also, too, you know, about this whole entire thing where Melfi gets raped, I'm just glad that they didn't overdo it because, you know, you can actually overdo a rape scene. Oh, for sure. And I'm glad that they didn't go ahead and overdo it with a 15, 20-minute rape scene. It was just a 5, 10-minute scene, and that was it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it. I mean, it's you can't you can't make a rape scene tasteful. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna no. be it's gonna be hard to watch regardless. But like you said, I'm glad they kept it as short as possible because you know what I'm saying that that would if if, it, if they would have lasted too long, it would have turned off a lot of people, man. Yeah. I know for me, whenever I saw Last House on the Left, mm-hmm. the rape scene alone was like 20 minutes long. I'm like, I do not want to see a rape scene that's 20 minutes long. It turned yeah. me off immediately. Yeah, it's, it's just too much, man. You know, people don't want to see that shit. You know, it happens. It's terrible, but nobody wants to see it, man. Especially no. people that have been through it. You know what I'm saying? And they, they want to watch something and they got to go through. You know what I'm saying? They got to go through it again watching it. You know, it's kind of fucked up. 
It really is a fucked up uh, thing. And then also, too, the husband is even, uh, Melfi's husband's even getting in on this as well. He goes fucking uh, being racist towards Italians and towards everything else. And then, of course, you know. And he's Italian himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's racist against his own race. You're right, right. And there's nothing worse than that, man. That's somebody that, you know, self-hates their own race. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, come on, man. You know? Exactly. But, you know, I thought this was actually pretty good on the scene and everything, especially about how people get away with things whenever they shouldn't. Yeah. And, of course, she winds up finding out later on at the pizzeria that he's actually the employee of the month. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a Puerto Rican guy. I can't remember his name. His name was Jesus or Moses yeah. or something like that. And his last name was uh, was Italian-like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, shit, I can't, like Rosa or some shit like that or something. Yeah. Like that. It, it had an A, a vowel at the end. So they were thinking Italian, but it was actually Puerto Rican. Right. Right, right. We'll see. And then also, too, this is also where Camilla and Tony go to therapy together. Yes, yeah, that's right. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's never a good idea for a husband and wife to go in therapy together, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because shit's going to come out that you really don't want your partner to fucking know. You know what I mean? Well, it's different if it's like a marriage counselor, but it's right. different yeah, if it's like a one-on-one yeah. counselor. Yeah, but if you, like, for instance, if I'm married to whoever and I take that whoever to my therapist, you know what I'm saying? It's like there's things I don't want other people to know. You know what right. I mean? But if, like you said, if, it, if it's marriage counseling, then yeah, sure, that, that might help. But if it's just a one-on-one therapist yeah. that you go to regularly, that's, no. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Yeah. No. And as, you, as you can see in, in, in that scene, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not good. It's very tenseful. Not only that, but it's also one of those things where nobody is really talking. Right. Either and it's one of those things was like Kimla goes well I thought that he would be healed by now and then Melfi always goes into the whole thing well it's a healing process <laughs> right. right and he goes well I had made success remember I told you about the gabagool about about that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and trying you know trying to help Melfi out a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But then they start yelling at each other. She goes, you guys seem very mad. And he goes, yeah, you must be on top of your fucking class. <laughs> then, know, of course, is... another thing, another thing that I love about the show, man, is that uh, now, obviously, my family wasn't uh, as as violent and as, you know, and they didn't commit as many crimes as the Sopranos did. But, you know, when I grew up, my family was loud, you know, very loud, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and cursed a lot and shit like that. So. You know, it was, you know, watching it, it was actually somewhat comforting, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> in a weird way, you know. I can agree to that, because my family is actually loud as well. Like, I could yeah. have the TV on uh-huh. and everything. This is up in Boston, of course. Uh-huh. And I could hear my family yelling across the uh, kitchen table, yelling. Mm-hmm. At, they're having several different conversations at one time. Right. And it's just like, it's, it's not anything uh, malicious, it's just. You know, it's just how they talk. It's just they're, they're loud, loud people. You know, exactly. Yeah, but uh, you know, and then also too, Ralphie takes Jackie on a road trip where someone owes him money. Yeah, and see, that's no and, good for Jackie to see. That's no good, you know. Uh, but that's how it happened with Ralphie. 
Ralphie was not a good uh, role model. <laughs> That's, Definitely know. not, because yeah. Ralphie is the prime example of why Jackie got whacked in the first place. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And everything. He antagonized it and everything. Yeah. But, you know, he's actually the main reason of the whole entire thing of why that happened. Right, right. Uh, like I said, okay, Tony and Camilla goes to therapy together. That's in episode four. They also get pulled over by a cop. I don't Do remember that part. No, uh, you have to refresh my memory on that. Okay, so they get pulled over by this cop, right? Because they're still fighting from therapy. Mm-hmm. And this black hawk pulls him over. And, you know, he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? He goes, I need you to uh, turn your engine off. He goes, just out of curiosity, what would happen if I don't turn my engine off? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I go, do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Tony winds up calling in a favor to try and get him off the force. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I'm not sure if it happens in this season or not, but uh, – doesn't Tony end up meeting that cop at a different, like, a, at a store, and he realizes the cop's working at that store, and he feels bad for him and shit? Yeah, it was at the Home Depot okay. inside this. Yeah, it was, like, a cheap yeah. version of the Home Depot, yeah. if you actually think about it. Right, right. So, it was, uh, basically, Tony was feeling bad for fucking that guy's life up, really. Uh, you know, uh, essentially, he, you know, screwed that guy's career up, you know? Right. And then, of course, too, you also have Bobby's... Uh, Bobby's godfather comes out of retirement to deliver a hit on Mustang Sally. Oh, yeah, that's my boy from uh, Rocky. That's Paul yep. from Rocky. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. I feel bad for him, though, in this, I though, too, man. man. I, I, I do, too. I do, too. And, of course, you also have at this point in time where uh, where Junior is actually being diagnosed with cancer. Yes, yeah. yeah and everything, was, too. Uh, yeah, this was a tough one, man. This was a tough season, for sure. But and like uh, like we were saying about uh, Bobby's Godfather, uh, it's 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 so crazy how the writers can um, make a side with a murderer, with a killer, you know? Because like I, you know, he got to kill that guy, or he got to, he killed two people, right? I think it was uh, two two guys that he killed in that uh, in that apartment, and uh, and then it's like when he got in the car and he was leaving, like you know, pulling away from after after he killed those two guys. It's like you felt good for him. You were like, ah, at least he got to get that out of his system. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. Like, you, you shouldn't feel that way about a freaking murderer, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's just the, you know, that's the genius of, of these writers, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going a little too dark in my own mind. Yeah. It's good that he got that out of his system. Right, and then. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what the hell am I talking about? He yeah, killed and, two know, people. And what's crazy is, is it's not just us that feel that way. It's all the people that watch this freaking show, man. So it's like right. we're all a little bit sadistic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Think about it. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, then of really, course the whole show, man, you're, you're rooting for bad people, not just Tony, but all of them. You know. Exactly. And it's like, okay, what the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yep. But also, too, this is also where uh, Bobby's uh, godfather dies. He, Of course, he has lung cancer. Right. And then he bangs into this other car. He winds up dying. And then Junior asks him, was it the car accident that killed him or was it the cancer? Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. initial thoughts was this. Good. 
if it was the cancer and everything, then I feel like that Junior has something to worry about. But if it was the car accident, Mm -hmm. then he has nothing to worry about because it was the cancer that killed him. Right, right. And that's 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 how Junior's thinking. But what did you think of that whole episode as a whole, though? Did you like that one? Or oh, for sure, yeah. That was that was a good one, man. Uh, that was a good, okay. one, you know, definitely. Okay. And I think you know. I think the cancer initially did kill. Um, I can't think of Bobby's godfather's name, uh, you know, from the show. But uh, that's why you know it initially it started it, you know, because he lit that cigarette up, knowing he shouldn't be smoking. He's got fucking full blown lung cancer. And when he does, he goes into a coffin fit, which causes him to wreck, which kills him. You know, so right. really the cancer did kill him, but but it, it led him to dying. You know, let's put it like that, you know. Exactly. Right. right. So now we're going to go into the most controversial episode of season three. This is actually the episode that I was telling you about that made p- viewers to turn off their HBO, that actually turned away from HBO. Mm, which one was that? that? University. University. Okay, that's so that's about <laughs> refresh my memory. Where Ralphie kills Tracy the stripper. Oh, that was a tough one, man. That was a rough because I mean they, they showed it pretty vividly, man, of, of him banging her head against that uh that guardrail, you know. Yep, punching yeah. her, everything else. As a matter of fact, they actually had the oh, go on. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that was a rough one, man, to watch. That was rough. I'll, I'll own up to that. That was a rough scene to watch. They actually had the actress that played Tracy on their podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. And she doesn't do any acting now or anything like that. She now just does yoga. She teaches professional yoga and everything. Mm. I bet she looks good in uh, yoga pants. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But she was saying how she got the role of Tracy and how she actually had to do it. And basically it was just her acting like she was innocent. Like her total innocence is what got her the role. Yeah. And getting glued into that character because she can totally see that, especially when she says, Hey, Tony, I made some bread for you. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, and, uh, yeah. And, and just the way it, uh, now I, I might be wrong, I might be mixing it up, but I think that's also the same episode that uh, that Ralphie hits that guy with the uh, I think it was a lock or a chain or something in the eye, right? No, that's actually a little later. Okay, I, I was thinking that was the same episode. You know, it might be the same episode. I, I'm thinking about about because I mean, it just I, I just remember you know that episode making Ralphie look like a freaking loose cannon maniac. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he even said he even said he even says this fucking Florida with the cocaine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he was just a you know you he couldn't be trusted, man. From the very beginning of us, you know, meeting Ralphie, he's just not you know he just it, it was just a bad thing waiting to happen. You know, but that was it. You know, yeah, and you could just tell that. Okay, this was actually the episode that he actually does hit the bouncer. Oh, okay. So you were right about that. Okay. And also, too, you know, Tony does not doesn't know what to do with Ralphie because Ralphie's number one a made guy. Yeah, and that, and that's the tricky part, man. Even if you're a boss, 
you really can't touch a made guy. You know, that's just the rule. I mean, once you're made, you're pretty much, you know, for the most part, you're untouchable. You know, even by a boss, you know, it has to go through so many people, you know, for, to make something happen. So, you know, yeah, uh, Tony's hands are kind of tied, you know. Exactly. And not only that, but Ralphie also made money for New York. He also made money for... Right. Right, he's a, he was a top earner for sure. Right, so Definitely. there's that boundaries that Tony is like, okay, what the hell do I do here? You right. know, exactly. yep. And also too, did you know AZDC asked them, um, asked the people who asked permission for them to play their song, is somebody going to get whacked during this time that we are, this song is actually going on, which is, uh, shook me all night long. Yeah, and he said, they said no. No one's going to get killed during that. Basically, it was just Tony getting a blowjob. Yeah. So yeah, basically, ACDC didn't want their name tied to somebody getting murdered. Right. Which I find kind of right, ironic yeah. because number one, they're a rock band. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, but you know, know, after being after being a rock band for fucking what twenty something years, now you you decide to have morals. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And it's okay to watch a stripper, you know, blow some guy, but you don't want to watch, you know, somebody get whacked. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, on, um, on, on a fake on a fake TV show, I might add. <laughs> exactly. It's not like it's real. Yeah. But Ralphie right. is right. obsessed with gladiators, though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He. he I, if I'm not mistaken, he uh, he says a, a a quote from the movie Gladiator, right? Right. He says a quote from Gladiator. Not only that, but I remember when this was actually a popular movie back when we were in school. Oh yeah, man. everybody was oh, talking was about it. Movie. Shit, yeah. It's still, it, it still holds up. Holds up today. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. And uh, not only that, but this is also where Meadow loses her virginity. Yeah. As well to Noah. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, her uh, roommate, also puts stress on Noah and Meadow's relationship. She also pulls her hair out and sees a beggar out on the street with uh, a daily news up her ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, 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 you, when you're from a small town, you can get thrown into a city. I could see, I could see it being a little bit off-putting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, because I'm originally from Boston, and that's like an everyday thing anyway, so I wouldn't have yeah. been like Caitlin, but oh, I can yeah. understand... People that come from small towns and they experience sure. that about the horrifying sure. looks they would actually have. Sure, and, I, and that's like me being from New Orleans, man. I've seen just about everything you could see, and then I moved to Poplarville, and you don't see that shit anymore over here. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, uh, which is a good thing for us, right? <laughs> we don't want to see any of that. No, definitely uh, not. We, we've we've seen enough of it. <laughs> uh, so. I really like this episode with the universe, with university and stuff like that. I understand what they were trying to do is like, you know how we were just talking about how we glorified these guys yeah, and everything. They had to do something to make us not like these guys as much as that we're liking them. Right. So therefore yeah. they had to kill Tracy. And that's, and that's what's good about these kind of episodes is to bring you back to reality that these, these are bad guys. These are not good people, you know? So it does. It kind of snaps you back in, you know, because you, you're cheering for these guys so much. They have to throw an episode in every now and then just to show you that the guys that you're rooting for are actually fucking bad guys, you know. Especially Silvio, whenever uh, he comes and gets her from Ralphie's apartment, and she goes, I told you, I wasn't feeling good. 
He goes, really? Your mom said that you were over here, and she's watching your kid. He goes, well, Ralphie said that he would take care of me. And, he, and of course, Ralphie's also disrespecting Silvio as well. And he goes, Sil, you come into my house and everything. He goes, that may be your house, but that twat belongs to my, me until, until her shift is over with. And she's also causing me money. And then at that yeah. point, that's when uh, Ralphie sides with him. And then she leaves. Yeah. And then Ralphie's laughing his ass off because she's he's abusing her. Sylvia's abusing her and everything. Right, right. Man, we're we're definitely gonna have to do a live episode, me and you together with with a uh, video feed because I gotta do my uh, Silvio impression for you. I gotta hear this. <laughs> to be honest with you, I gotta see it. Yeah, it, it it doesn't do it justice over you know just just the audio. I have to do it you know visually. <laughs> All right, because Silvio is actually another one of my favorite characters aside from Christopher. Oh, I love Silvio, man. I love Silvio. Um, you know, he kind of he has a um, he has a Pacino look to him. You know what I'm saying? With the, the way his, you know, his lips and shit are, the way he talks. He has, you know, he looks like he's trying to be like Pacino, but that's actually how he really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He really talks like that and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Because even on uh, Bruce Springsteen and the Silver Bullet Band and everything. Yeah. Well, the East Street Band. That, 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 mean, that mean mug look that he keeps on his face. Yep. <laughs> I love him. Man. I love, I love him guy. too. I mean, Peter Van Zandt. Yeah. Peter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie, Stevie Van Zandt, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's see here. We got second opinion. This is actually where Junior goes under surgery for his cancer with Kennedy. Kennedy says that the cancer is clean. Christopher is in the new, is like the new kid on the block. This is actually, we talked about this already where Patsy strips him down. AJ. Yeah. And then this is also where AJ is going to Washington, D.C. for a week. And what was the cause of that? Why did he have to go to Washington? Uh, I'm not sure. It was just a field trip. Okay, okay. It was like, you know how back in high school where uh, they would actually make us go on different field trips and stuff? Sure. That's yeah. what. That's pretty much what that was. And, you know, AJ yeah, doesn't even want to go. Remember, I couldn't remember if he was still in high school or, or whatnot. Meadows in college at this point, but he's still in high school. Right, right. right. Okay. And also, too, AJ doesn't want to go. He ends up, he thinks that he can get out of it by saying, you know, Dad, we're going to the uh, FBI headquarters. Yeah. And Tony's like, and? Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it was basically him saying, and you, your little ass is still going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also like this, too, though, Dr. Kennedy thought that he got all the cancer and wants to operate on Junior again. Carmelo wants Tony to donate $50,000 to Meadows College. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I can't remember. Does he actually donate it or not? Okay, first, first he gives her five Gs, mm-hmm. $5,000. And get right. this. Supposedly, it's supposed to be good for Meadow, but really, it's good for the pockets of that college. Mm-hmm. And Carmela thinks that it's going to be this big, huge investment for Meadow, but it's not. It's just for um, the college itself. Right, right. And so, anyways, Tony goes, no, you're just going to get five Gs and that's it. Not a penny more. Yeah. So, she confronts him again about it. And he tell and she she says, "Look, Tony, you have to do something nice for me today. You have to give me the forty five thousand dollars 
of forty five thousand. Well, right. fifty fifty thousand. And right. Tony does. I, I believe yeah. Tony winds up giving her the fifty thousand. Okay. Yeah, I could I could remember if he actually caved in and did it or not. So basically, if Camilla did cash in the five thousand, she pretty much donated more than fifty thousand. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that'd be like fifty to five thousand dollars is what pretty much she donated. Right. Right. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so episode seven. This is actually where we actually see more of the douchebagness of Jackie Jr. Oh yeah. Yep. Is this the one where he um robs the poker game? Not yet. We're gonna get to that in a minute. This is actually where he gives Meadow ecstasy. Oh yeah, I wanted to slap that scumbag for doing that, man. I mean, like, yeah, I, I remember that. And did didn't he get that ecstasy uh, from Chris? No, he didn't get that from Chris. That was actually someone he knew that ha- that was okay. selling ecstasy. All that okay. was all Jackie. All the ecstasy and stuff like that came from him. Okay. Because remember, even Christopher said this whenever he got Adriana the club for the crazy horse. Mm-hmm. Or the lollipop. It's the lollipop club. Is what it was called. Wasn't there an episode somewhere in there where Chris gave uh, Meadow some drugs or some? He gave somebody some drugs to give to Meadow, but like he didn't want Tony to find out. Didn't something like that happen? Yeah, that was in the first season when Meadow asked for heroin or something to make okay, them stay up. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. I couldn't remember if it was. That or if it was with uh, Jackie Jr. or not. Okay. No, that was actually Christopher on that one. Okay, I got you. But she didn't rat uh, Christopher out about that. Right, right, right. But, you know, number one, given ja- Jackie is not a, a smart guy. He doesn't fucking think. You're given no, the... He's given the crime boss's daughter, uh, the mob boss's daughter for uh, ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a smart move, man. You know, you're trying to move up in this organization. You're trying to do something. You know, make a name for yourself. That's not a smart decision, man. To do to do that to the boss's kid. You know what I mean? Definitely not. Not only that, but Tony doesn't even want Jackie Jr. to be involved in this at all. No, because he knows Jackie Jr. is a little scumbag. Well, not only that, but he wants he promised his father that he doesn't want he was going to involve him at all. Right. Either he wanted him to have an education, yeah. It's just that Jackie wants to be a part of this. Jackie's inviting his own self into this, yeah, Yeah. and everything. And also, too, you know, like I said before, Christopher actually got the lollipop club for Adriana, yes, and everything. And then, of course, and that was this this season, that was season three, yep, because it goes into season four. Okay, that's right. Yep. But, you know, this is actually where Jackie's little friend, the Russian kid, uh, says, well, I'm selling ecstasy Mm -hmm. and everything, and they kicked my ass. Furio and them kicked his ass out of the club. He had his uh, jaw wired shut, didn't he? Right. Yeah. And, of course, I'm mixing the episodes up, but I don't care, because I'm just having a good time with it. (laughs) But, basically... (laughs) Um, you know, he gets kicked out of the club, and then Jackie goes, 
well, let me talk to Christopher, and then this is how much of an asshole Jackie is. He goes on ahead and tries to have a sit-down with Christopher in the bada-bing. Yep, yep. And that's that's where I had it confused, because I I know he had talked to Christopher, and I couldn't remember if Chris got it for him or if Chris was against it. That's what it was. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and Chris said, no, I don't want that shit in my club, because the FBI is going to be breathing down our necks with the dogs and everything. And he goes, this is not even good enough for a sit-down. This is good enough for a chat. Right. And see, that's another thing is you start to see Chris grow a little bit. He starts to develop more in, in this season. You know, because the, as far as the, the first two seasons, Chris was – he wasn't li- exactly like Jackie Jr., but he was he was uh, similar. You know what I'm saying? He had Because they, they, were, they were children. You know, they, they didn't think like adults, and they just – they were, you know, partying and just making horrible decisions. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that, and also too during that season two, uh, for season one with um, Chris, for example, if you actually think about it, though, too, he was actually trying to find his place in, in this thing, and also he would actually explode. Like he would actually go to Tony at the wrong times and just explode. He goes, "We need to do something, do something with this, and everything. Yeah. Something right. needs to be fucking done." And he always comes out and explodes at the wrong time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Ralphie shows this respect towards Tony at the casino. Paulie wants him whacked. He goes, why can't we uh, whack this cocksucker? Is what he says. Yeah. And get it done with. Yeah. That's because, I mean, Paul, you know, Paulie's old school. And he can right. see something coming a mile ahead, you know, a mile away. He knows that th- it's going to happen. We're going to whack this motherfucker eventually. Let's just get it over with. But, exactly, but he should also know, as an old timer, as an OG, he should know that that's just not how it fucking works. You got to let it play out before you can actually do it. You know, definitely. Because even even in a criminal organization like that, they still have their principles. Like uh, just like in the justice system here, you know, the the real justice system. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty, man. You have to play that shit out until we know for a fact that you're guilty. You know what I mean? Right. And that's basically how, you know, Tony needed it to play out, you know. But in, in, in Paulie's eyes, it's like, yeah, let's just kill him now. Let's not waste our time, you know. Right. But there's also strategy, though, too, which goes into it as well. Sure. The consequences of whacking someone that's made that's actually a top earner, which mm-hmm. is also, too, what Tony and Silvio are discussing with, about Rafi. He's a made man. He makes money for the mafia. Sylvia suggests to make it nice, give him a piece of the casino, which a piece of New York gets as well. Tony says no to Ralphie having a percentage. Right. Sylvia also suggests apologizing or making him a capo, which is a captain. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Uh, Ralphie's a, uh, a capo at this point, right? No, he's not even a capo. Oh, okay. He wants to be promoted that's to a right. captain. That's and right. a matter of fact, Gigi is actually the captain of that part of the family. That's right. This is before Gigi died on the toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He pulled the fucking Elvis. <laughs> right. And then Ralphie says, uh, of course, you know, in the beginning of the season and everything, Ralphie goes, I'm sorry, I can't hear you from the lower end of where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. About making him a captain. Right. Uh, so Tony doesn't invite Ralphie over for Thanksgiving. I find this funny though that we're actually talking about this before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is that, that's a pretty cool coincidence, huh? 
Right. Which I thought that was actually pretty funny. So Tony doesn't invite Ralphie over for Thanksgiving. Ralphie was actually going to cancel out on Tony to begin with, but Tony did it for him. Yeah, yeah. See, Ralphie. Because remember, he has Ralphie wanted oh. Ralphie wanted to fuck Tony over, but Tony ended up fucking Ralphie over before Ralphie could. <laughs> so it's like it's right. like one of those things. It's like, oh, you, you know, yeah, you you were the one who was an asshole, and I wanted to be that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> right, and also too, this also gave Tony a little bit of leverage, though, too, mm-hmm. because it also made Ralphie scared of him. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't know if he was going to whack him or not. Right. And also, too, he went to Johnny trying to play both sides. Yeah. Yep. And Johnny's like, I don't want any part of this. That's right. Yep. If you remember. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that, that was some snaky shit, man. Right. And then Johnny goes to Tony about it. Of course. I thought you said you were going to wet your beak. Yeah. <laughs> but of course he would. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you know, one boss goes to another boss. Of course, they're gonna, he's going to talk. He's going to say what what's going on, you know? So uh, right. Ralphie pulling that shit was just stupid on his part, you know. Right, but of course, you know, with him making money from New York, though, too, of course, he would be more concerned, though, too. Sure, sure. So okay, so we're gonna go into a little bit more about Tony's new mistress that he actually has. Is that the? That's not the Russian chick, is it? No, 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 no. This is the Mercedes Benz dealer. Ooh, okay, that's the psycho. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It got to the point, you know what, we're going to skip around a little bit. We're not going to go scene by scene or anything like that. Um, so, basically, it got to the point where Patsy actually had to threaten her to try and leave, t- get him to leave yeah. Tony alone. Get her to leave yeah. Tony alone. And also, too, she also throws a piece of meat at him. (laughs) She she also. (laughs) But she also reminds you of Tony's mother because she even does the poor you thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I think he doesn't, doesn't he bring that up uh, to Dr. Melfi? That it, you know. Well, he kind of just looks at her. He kind of just looks at this Mm -hmm. woman. Uh, I forgot what her name is though, but, um, but anyways, he just looks at her kind of cross-eyed like, okay, you're creeping me out a little bit because you have some characteristics of my mother. Yeah. Especially whenever they're at the zoo and they actually have sex. Yeah. Yeah. In the zoo, which I thought was pretty funny, but, (laughs) um, then, of course, the whole entire th- reason why Jackie even gets whacked in the first place is because of the fact Ralphie puts it in his head about how him, about how Tony and his father become yeah. made. Oh, yeah. Because they robbed uh, yeah. the card this, game. And, and that's where it, it pretty much, that's where it pretty much ends for Jackie. You know what I'm saying? That put the nail in the coffin for him. It really does. And then also, too, I want to also talk about this, though, too. Tony actually gets revenge on the Russian that actually uh, ends up uh, knocking Janice uh, out and everything to steal the leg back for from the yep. Russian's cousin. Yep. But I love how Furio and him play like they're drunk. Because I thought you were the designated driver. Yeah. No, I thought you were the designated uh-huh. driver. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, they place him in a display yeah. in the store. Yeah. 
That was good. And that was another <laughs> one of those things that even though, you know, uh, Janice and, and uh, Tony, they, they seem like they hate each other. They're always at each other's throats, but they are brother and sister. So you know that Tony's going to have her back no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Right. Also, too, Pine Barrens is actually one of my other favorite episodes from season three. This is also dealing with the Russian. Is that the one when uh, when Chris and Paulie get lost in the woods? Oh, my yes. God. That's, yeah, I know I said <laughs> on the last season that uh, my favorite was the dream episode. But this one, that's that episode might be neck and neck with that episode to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're both probably my top episodes for sure. Same here as well. But my man, Paulie and Chris had me cracking up the whole time, you know. Same here, because, okay, one of my favorite quotes from that episode was when Tony and uh, them, uh, when Tony is calling them from his cell phone and they're lost in the woods. And of course, you know, cell phone service was not the greatest back in the early 2000s. It was terrible. It's like, you can actually say, hey, I, I, you know. That's, you know, but that's basically what it was. It was like a breakup with the whole dialogue, which I thought was oh, yeah. hilarious. We, we have, but Tony winds up saying this. <laughs> Most definitely. But this is what Tony said. He goes, it's a bad connection, so I'm going to talk fast. The guy you're looking for is an ex-commando. He kills 16 Chickasovakians, yeah. rebels, single-handed. Hold on. And then he, uh, he was with the interior ministry, the guy's some kind of rushing green mm-hmm. uh, Barrett. And then Polly and Chris are both looking at the other at each other, and Polly goes, you're not going to believe this. He kills 16 uh, Czechoslovakians. Yeah. The guy was an interior decorator. And then Chris looks at him and goes, this house looked like shit. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think that he's a freaking inter- interior decorator. <laughs> that's ridiculous man that is ridiculous it really yeah. is and it's like when they're but... shaking when they, when they find that van you know in the woods and they get in it and they're shaking and they're cold is you know Paulie's reactions to things how he just over exaggerates and he's, he looks at Chris and he's like I can't feel my fucking feet Chrissy you know and he's like the, the way he's shaking and it's like man it's, it's a horrible feeling you know like when you think like this is it I'm gonna fucking freeze out here but it's so funny the way he's reacting to these things. <laughs> you know? Right, with the hypothermia. Yeah. And then also, too, uh, Chris, Chris is eating uh, ketchup packets. Yeah. yeah. And Paulie goes, hey, give me those fucking ketchup packets. And let's not forget. And he also has a rug on his foot. Let's not forget that uh, that Bobby, goes, Bobby Car- goes to pick up Tony, and he's dressed like a fucking hunter. You know, so like he's dressed with all his camouflage and shit, and Tony just fucking loses it, man. When he sees him dressed like that, you know, he loses it. And what's funny about that is on like a behind the scenes thing to get Tony to laugh like that. Bobby actually walks in, and you can't see it, all you know, watching you know the Sopranos. But behind the scenes, he's actually wearing a big ass dildo, you know, and uh, and, yeah, and, and Tony sees the dildo. And that's what actually, that was a real reaction. Tony really busted out laughing like that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But of course, the whole reason why they're even out in the woods in the first place is because of Polly, because they were collecting the money from Mm -hmm. the Russians. Yeah. You know, and Polly was the one who got them in trouble in the first place. But 
what makes it even funnier was when Christopher goes, it doesn't matter if we're made or not. We're just two assholes in a uh, in the woods yeah. lost. <laughs> he, said, he said, I can't and, on my fucking feet, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally they meet up with Tony and them and, and, and Tony looks at them and goes, so you didn't get no fucking money? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to go into the final uh, thing, too, though. But I remember, too, there was a flashback scene with Tony questioning uh, Big Pussy about how long he was actually under the FBI. Remember the Christmas episode? Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, this is also where we try to get where Bobby dresses up like Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> didn't uh, Pussy used to do it, you know? So he and who else? Yeah, was, you know, a fat guy, you know. So it had to be Bobby, <laughs> right? And he goes, and then uh, even Polly goes, "This is the worst fucking Santa that we ever had." <laughs> yeah. What is the little kid? So the kid says something. The kid's like, uh, he says, like, "The little kid curses or something," and all the everybody goes, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Oh, I forgot what the line was. Um, It was funny, man. It was like, it was a perfect time for that kid to say whatever he said. I don't remember what it was. But then everybody's reaction, they were like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like I said, with uh, the whole thing with Jackie Jr., you have Vito that actually whacks him. After hiding out at this one person's place for about three or four weeks, they finally found him. What's up? It's kind of symbolic, I guess, in a way. Um, when he gets whacked by Vito, whacks him, I believe, right? Okay, so right. Uh, Vito goes behind him with a thirty-eight and shoots him in the back of the head with a thirty-eight. And uh, what was the kind of gun that Ralphie actually gave to Jackie when Jackie first started doing all the stupid shit? Was a thirty-eight. So it's like he got killed with the right. same kind of gun that led him into this life. You know what I'm saying? So that was actually a pretty cool little. You know, something that I just picked up. I don't know if that's actually true, but it's just something that I put together, you know. Well, it's a little foreshadowing if you actually think about it. But I like that. I like that there was some um, foreshadowing with that, you know. But my thing is this. Where the hell was Silvio hiding at? (laughs) Because this guy is a big dude. I mean, how can you not? Right, right. But uh, but yeah, man, this was a great season, dude. I mean, like, I, I actually forgot how important this season was because I mean, I, you know, like I said, I didn't watch the whole entire season this, you know, this last week or whatever. But I, I kind of skipped through it a little bit just to kind of get caught up. And man, I, I forgot about all the important shit that really happened in the season. This was a a, a very good season. It was. It's controversial, but really good. This is also the very beginning of Adriana being investigated by the FBI right. and her friend is actually works for the FBI. And I think in the fourth season is whenever uh, you wind up finding out that her friend is actually an FBI yeah, her agent. Her friend, uh, Danielle, I think her name is, huh? Yep. yep. Danielle. I, I remember that. I remember that. But, my sister's name. <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course. That's actually That's easy right. to remember. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this season was really good. I mean, 
you know, I've watched this season all the way through. There's some things that I forgot myself and I didn't pick up on. Like, for instance, the Mercedes dealer, uh, the well, the commercial was the actor. One of, one of the actors was in The Godfather 3, and he was actually doing the voiceover for the Mercedes Benz yeah, commercial. Yeah, you were telling me that. I, I have to look that up because I forgot all about that. Uh, I didn't even know it, actually. To be honest with you, I didn't know know either until I actually listened to it closely. I'm like, wait, that voice sounds familiar. Let me Google this. So, like I said, I didn't realize that either, but I'm glad that I did. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, all in all, this was a good season. This is actually one of my, not my favorite seasons, but it was actually a good Absolutely. season. Very good season. Season five is actually my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, season five was good. Every season's good, don't get me wrong. But, you know, of course, right. you know, you're going to have your favorites. And uh, season three uh, is probably one of the most important seasons, you know. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I have my favorites, too. I'd have to say I'd have to say two, season two was my favorite and also five, you know, if, if I had to okay. like that, yeah. And also, too, AJ's also with the military school in this one, though, too. That's season because he gets in trouble. Three? That's season right. three. Does. Yeah, yep. And that's what had me confused about the high school because, thing, too, because he, he goes to military school, and I couldn't remember if that was part of the high school thing or what it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that you know what yeah. else is funny? Lady Gaga was actually in that episode. Oh, no shit. Yep. She was one of the girls that was near that swimming pool. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. When AJ and them were throwing shit inside the swimming Damn. pool. No shit. Okay. Yep. And, uh, of course, I know one thing. If I was going to military school and the guy who plays Jigsaw from Saw was in there, I wouldn't want to go to military school oh, either. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, they actually have the guy from Saw play uh play the role yeah, of the person yeah. that's in charge of that right. yeah, I saw your, I saw Tobin your Bell on uh, Facebook about that earlier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyways, uh man, I I always have a blast Absolutely, doing this man. with Absolutely. you. And like I said, man, we got uh I've been really busy lately, man. I've been having a lot of shit go on, but uh for sure we're going to have to set up a uh, a live podcast for me and you, man, so that way we could do it on uh, Sopranos one of these times. Yeah, we can do that for season four if you wanted to. We can actually do a YouTube okay, live video. Yeah. That, that'd be great, man. That'd be great. Or you know, or if you if you want to okay. meet up sometime, we could do it. However you want to do it, man. Yeah, we can meet up since we live in the same yeah. town. So yeah, we could definitely for do sure. that. All right, cool, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, it was a blast, All right. man. As always, it was, man. Thank you again for being Thank on the show. Me. Okay, guys, you're very welcome. So if you guys want to follow me, you guys can. You can follow me going with Twitter by going to John DeGorio 8 or you can go on ahead go to Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter or you can go ahead and go to www.movieloversunite.com for all your entertainment news if you guys want to we also have a place that you can actually donate towards the show with the GoFundMe page go on ahead and check that out we also have another way that you can donate towards buymeacoffee.com slash movieloversunite or just movie lovers. And then we also have uh, Pinterest for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have an Instagram for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. You guys can follow us there. And always until next time, guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. 